Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time, right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, right around the country on the Triple M Network. What a way to wrap up the year. This is huge for the show. A thrill to welcome home a band that's taking over the world from a share house on Chapel Street to selling out venues everywhere. It's no surprise. Energy like Noella. Infectious recordings and a combination of one of the best live shows you'll ever see leaves the crowd wanting more every time. And this is why. Tracks like I Got You. Not a loser. How about this? Got it by Angel. And who could forget this? We welcome home Amel and the Sniffers, Bryce and Amy. Welcome home. Hello. Wow. What an intro. I was not expecting that. (laughs) Hyped up. (laughs) I'm pumped now. Good, man. Hey, what's it like to be home? It's great. It's 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 so relaxing. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. nice to have free time and you know, just seeing mates and shit. Like it's so yeah. it's, a, it's a load off. We were just saying like last year, we were just saying off camera, 110 shows, this year 76. Like that is absolutely massive when you throw in all the traveling, the toing and froing. Are you guys getting used to it coming straight out of lockdown when we kind of weren't doing anything? Yeah, I think we're getting used to it. Like we got a pretty good road doggery up our sleeves, I think now. Yeah. You know, we we got the um we got the energy for it and stuff. So yep. yeah, she's got the Kindle. <laughs> I got the Kindle. I actually lost it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Shock. Yeah. One triple three five three. You can find the Kindle. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it like doing these shows overseas? And it's crazy. Like we were saying before, you've got someone who goes on the road with you and documents you guys traveling and doing all that. What's it like playing these shows? And before you go and play these huge arenas on the other side of the royal theaters, uh, I should say, uh, they're all selling out. What's that kind of feeling like in the camp, knowing that you're going to play these shows and like these tours, man, they're absolutely huge. I think it's just mainly exciting. I think we're just really appreciative that people want to come out and see us play. And like, we really like playing live for the most part. Like 99% of the time, we all just love playing live yeah. and like love being in a room with a bunch of sweaty people and are really grateful <laughs> to like go to yeah. some random place and be able to like go out and see people there. Yeah. Rock out in Fresno, California. Yeah, t- shout t- out to Fresno. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are the fans like over there in the States? They yeah, seem good. like because you see They're them good, like yeah. queuing up like before the shows and like it's a full scene yeah, over there. Hey? Very, very passionate a lot of them, like as they are in a, in a lot of things in, in America. Yeah, yeah. Very, very <laughs> yeah. enthusiastic about a lot, a lot of things. Yeah. I think they're real friendly as well. Like yeah. they're all real friendly and like it's such a range of people. Like you can see like an 80-year-old woman in the front row sometimes. Yeah. And like lots of like daddy-daughter days. I think that's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like lots of, you know, like, yeah, 45 year old dad will take their 12 year old daughter to the first concert. And like, it's all, it's, you know, it's a big range of people. Yeah. And what I love too, is like watching like, uh, you know, videos of your shows. They know all the early stuff too. Yeah. Like they've, mm. they, they might've heard the last album and then they've gone to your back catalog. What's it like, you know, go to the other side of the world and they're singing these songs from like 2018. Like that's cool as. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Nice little homage to us. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And these shows, like people in Australia, I think, know that when bands tour, they do a lot of stuff on weekends. 
talk to us, like explain what it's like doing an American tour. Like you get much time to hang out in all these places that you're going to? Nah. <laughs> Barely. Um, well, it depends how motivated you are during the day, I think. Like, yeah. you know, we rock up on the bus, on the tour bus, rock up at whatever time in the morning. Then there's usually about three more hours of sleeping for me. Yeah. By then, Amy's probably been up and done a workout and Dex's <laughs> yeah. gone for a walk around town or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it just depends on how you want to spend your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've all got your routines. How are the audiences different over there to here? They're actually weirdly, uh, they're not that different. Yeah, cool. Just different accents more than anything, but pretty similar. Like, um, I mean, doing these regional ones, it's real fun as well. Like, we played out at Menion Town Hall a couple of days ago, and it was Bring, uh, bring Your Own Alcohol and All Ages. So it was like, you know, everyone had eskies and there was like four-year-olds like throwing glow sticks at Gus. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And like you're doing these huge shows like overseas. How cool is it to come back to Vic and go to these places like Torquay and Frankston? Like, do you kind of miss like those small kind of intimate Australian pub shows? Yeah, I think yeah. it's so much fun. Like yeah. when we got out of the bloody tide car the other day in Minion, I was like, oh, this is so fun, so exciting. Yeah. And like, you know, there's no language barrier and there's no culture barrier because it's like, you know, you're all pretty similar and stuff. So it's not like, you know, sometimes you'll go Netherlands and you're trying to say something to somebody and they're just, it's, they have no idea what I'm saying. I have to slow down like 500%. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. what about, uh, like you said with the language barrier before, what's it like going to, yeah, other countries that speak other languages and singing all these songs that you've written back here in Melbourne? Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I don't think anyone, even when you go to the English speaking languages, they don't really know what I'm saying. No. <laughs> not particularly. Um, so, yeah, you're doing these Victoria shows and, how cool is it to kind of, what's the guest list allocation looking like now that you're back home? How many you need? <laughs> no, not me. I'm like, what are the friends and family doing? Because that's the thing. Like, when you come home, it's just like, might go from like five to like a hundred. Yeah. Well, we had in Frankston the other night, we had a fair few, like 20, 25 or something, maybe more. Yeah. But we've had, we've had more. Oh, I bet. Not, not, to, not to toot our own horn, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's coming up kind of next year? I saw you playing with the Fooies overseas. Yeah, doing a support slot with the Fooies in America, which will be really fun because yeah. um, we've got to play with them a couple of times down here, but never on their home turf. So I think that'll be pretty special. Yeah. And I mean, you've met those guys before, haven't you? I mean, you've done shows with them as well. Yeah, we've done shows with them. I got to hang out with Dave a couple of times. Had like, When we played with him in, where was that? Geelong. Geelong. At yeah. Cadenia Park. He gave me a lift back to Melbourne. Yes. Which was amazing. Oh, did he really? Yeah, it was just me and him in the car, a bag of chicken and a couple of cigarettes. <laughs> so, <laughs> bag of chicken? Yeah. <laughs> he had some chicken from Geelong somewhere, some fried chicken. So. Oh, my God. Tell me about that car trip because I had friends. I actually spoke to you on the phone, remember? Oh, yeah. After the gig. And That's you were, right. You were backstage and you hadn't met them yet. But you met Jimmy Barnes. Oh, yeah, we did run into Jimmy Barnes. Yeah, yeah. you ran into we Jimmy Barnes. We pressed him for a photo. Do you remember that? Was that the first time you come across him? Uh, yeah, Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes, that was a, yeah. That was yeah, yeah. I was more excited about Jimmy Barnes. Than <laughs> da- Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back to this car trip. So how, how long did it take you to get back home? Because, like, all this crew were there. And that, you guys were stuck in traffic for, like, four it hours. Was absolutely pissing cats and dogs. It so, was too. Yeah. <laughs> was it raining when you played? Uh, I can't remember. It did. I think it did at the end. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's What's been deleted from my memory? Yeah. That, was, that was catering. That was Jimmy Barnes. Dave Grohl. I think it was, no, it was. It started to drizzle a little bit. I remember looking out, going, "This is bloody massive," because there was actually a shit ton of people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the first things we'd done since lockdown, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, have you guys noticed that? Do you think there's more energy in a crowd now because everyone was kind of pent up for a couple of years? Do you think? Are you detecting that at your shows? Like um, maybe, maybe a while ago like right after post-COVID kind of thing. But um, I don't know, I feel like it was like, it was weird energy. It wasn't necessarily just like really 
hyped up or anything, but it was people like maybe like even I felt it didn't know how to oh, be yeah. <laughs> like yeah, how to yeah, dance or mush or anything. Not that I really do that anyway, but they were just like like NPCs kind of walking around. And like, What's going <laughs> like, on? How do we get <laughs> Yeah. Did you get? Do you get like a lot of people coming up to you through that period? Going, your music kind of helped me through lockdown and. Yeah, actually, got a couple of people saying some nice stuff like that, which was, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, nice. So, uh, you guys been riding? Do you guys ride on the road or do you kind of, how's it work? We don't ride on the road. Yeah. I feel like no one could be asked on that. Oh, totally. (laughs) Especially with how much you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we're in the process right now of making our our third album. Just been doing some demos recently. We've been riding for a while, like most of this year. Um, Yeah. So hopefully we'll have something, we'll have some kind of product eventually. What does everyone do when you've got downtime? Like, what is your ultimate Melbourne day off? My Feel ultimate- free to reference any pubs, yeah. even if it's going and getting a palmer. I don't care what it is. What's your ultimate day You start, in then I'll think of something while you're talking. <laughs> um, I love I love an ex-Benedict. I love, there's, yeah. a, there's a cafe called Lobs on Sydney Road I've been hitting recently. Shout outs. Yeah, shout outs to Lobs. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Um, love their eggs, Benny. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Delicious. Sweet. And then, and then what time? That's about 11, 11 a.m. Yeah, then I'll probably go to the pub. What time do you wake up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, oh, I wake up. I've been up about around nine. That's good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, nice. So eggs, Benny, yeah. what about the second half of the day? Are we popping in the retreat for a beer? Or we... if, if it's sunny, I can't battle that that urge to, to get a beer. Like if it's a really nice day, I'm like, it's two oh, o'clock. I, I don't give a shit. I'm going to <laughs> yeah, the pub. You got it, man. You're working which, hard. Yeah, which one of my mates aren't working today that I can call <laughs> to get to the pub? <laughs> uh, ultimate day off in Melbourne. All right, ultimate day off in Melbourne. I mean... My favorite days are when I get heaps done. So yeah. a day off. I mean, what would I do be on a day off? To my day. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. doing stuff. So I mean, on a day off, I'm like, okay, I'll chuck out some shit in the cupboard, like wipe something down. <laughs> no, so you're getting everything sorted. Yeah, like, sorting you, some you're stuff. Because like a lot admin. of stuff is not sorted because I'm never here. So I'm like, oh cool, I'll chuck out that like five year old bag of cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that to me is the perfect day. But oh, um, awesome. You know, I'll get around. Absolutely. All right. Well, I want to play a little I'll- game with you guys. It's called Memory Lane, all right? So what we've done is we've gone through your gig history and we're going to pluck random gigs out just to see what you remember, okay? Now, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be like the gig. It might be, like you said, the car ride, like going home, maybe having a beer beforehand. So we've gone through the archives and we'd like to start in 2016 at the Evelyn Hotel you played with Mesa Cossa. Purple Turtle, Horace Bones and Cosmic Kahuna. Do we have any memories from this early show at the Evelyn? I do. I remember. I remember that show because my sister's partner at the time, and currently actually, as far as I know today, <laughs> yeah. um, it was studying sound engineering and we got him to do the front of house. Nice. Remember? That's good. No. <laughs> what were those, no, I do a little bit, yeah. What were those kind of early Melbourne gigs like for you guys when you were just starting? I mean... Yeah, pretty pretty loosey goosey. Yeah. We didn't really know. I mean, we could barely play our instruments then. Yeah, totally. Still kind of <laughs> can barely play the instruments, but um, but yeah, very like I don't know. We we were like so young as well, like twenty one ish, like with no idea. Yeah, how a gig actually kind of runs, dipping our toes in actually live playing for once, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. I feel like, and what I love about you guys as well, like the kind of bands that you came up with, like you know, drunk mums, clowns, these big bands, uh a great scene when you guys were starting and you guys are still playing shows, you know, you're taking these bands, you know, around Australia and kind of still this, you know, tight knit community, which is really cool. Yeah. Well, those bands influenced us. Like we basically like the band we're on tour with now, Dumb Punts, um, 
they had a place, I think it was Windsor, and it was called 99, and they used to play yeah. go, uh, gigs in the backyard. Oh, 99. And so us as like 19-year-old kids going to see them play every day, we're like, oh, we want to start a band so we can play in their backyard one day. Yeah. That was basically the whole thing, you know, so, um, and all of those bands, like we just thought they were the coolest thing in the, like, universe, basically. Absolutely. yeah. Like we didn't even really know any bands from overseas or even out of the state at that, at that point. It was just basically what was happening locally, so. That's awesome. That's a good segue into the next one because this is playing with a local band internationally. You guys went everywhere with these guys. I got Atlanta, Georgia, North Carolina, New York as well. Hey, talk to me. What, what was it like touring with Gears? That, was, that was good. That was our that was our first ever international tour. We did like 21 shows in 23 days, I think it was. Oh and God. we were like, this is this is ridiculous. And at <laughs> that time, the longest tour we'd done was like five days over like two weeks. So Whoa. we were like not gig fit. We had no idea how that shit worked. Of course. Um, we were driving, you know, eight hours, ten hours every day to get to the next venue. Yeah. Uh, it was very, I think it was very intense, but it was so nice that Gizzard to take us on that tour because that's basically yeah. like the fact that they invited us and decided to look after us and, inv- yeah. you know, that really helped us because getting in- into the US market or whatever you want to call it is not that easy coming all the way from here. So if they didn't have done that in the first place, I think it would be a different band now. So we're kind of yeah. like forever grateful to awesome. Gizzard for doing that. Awesome, definitely. Um, and uh, yeah, it was like real fun because all their crowds were like massive and they still are and they're still going up. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool now because that's the size venue that we're playing. So it's like, we're like, oh, okay, this is really cool. You know, five years later or whatever the hell it is, it's like. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And I feel like it's similar with you guys. Like, I feel like they have like really culty, obsessive fans like you guys as well. It, it's great how, you know, Americans, Europeans, like people around the world really kind of embrace that Australian sound. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And now it's cool because we get to take bands that we love, you know, like someone like Coffin from Sydney. We get to take them over to America and everyone loves them. And then, nice. you know, bands from UK, we get to bring to America like Bob Villain, who are great as well. Um, so, yeah. All right. So you've just got off the plane touring with King Gizzard and then you go to Splendor in the Grass. Let's talk about this side. We've got Kendrick, Wombat, Avalanches, Paul Park Music. We've got Hockey Dad 2. Been on the show, Middle Kids. Talk to me about Splendor for the first time. Had you guys gone as punters before? Or was that your first? Yeah, yeah. We're, bo- we're both from North Coast, New South oh, Wales, from around there, I think. Yeah, oh, had I you? I, d- I did. But Someone, because well, when I was working at IGA, I think Blues Fest, somebody once came in and was like, I got one ticket for tomorrow. You want it? Because I was in the deli and I don't know, I must have been nice. And she was like, You want a ticket? But I don't think I went. Right, Same yeah, site. Yeah, I went yeah, a couple yeah. times. But then I, I tried to team. jump under the fence once again with someone from work, but I don't <laughs> yeah. think I got it. So. <laughs> um, do you remember what time you were on? Like, do you remember the? Did you I stay for the whole weekend? Yeah, if that was, was the first like one, was the one where I was pissing down? It was as muddy as. Or what no, year is this? this is like twenty bloody seventeen. Are you talking about? Yeah, oh, the, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, been the yeah, first yeah. one. I think yeah. that was open on the Sunday on the main stage. Bef- yeah, yeah, we were opening midday. Oh, cool. I think probably like two hundred or less people came. Yep. Okay, that's all. Maybe I remember, I remember like being very excited by the free cocktails because, you know, we hadn't really done anything like that at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think that was one of our first 
festival kind of experiences. Nice. So honestly, I, I was probably a bit of an asshole about it. Being like, what the fuck, a festival? Who are these fucking people back yeah, here yeah, with yeah. lanyards on? Were you, um, were you guys like daunted seeing a stage that big? Because it is quite a weird Yeah, thing, for a long time it? we all were very daunted of every stage. Yeah. <laughs> and I love like watching you guys on big festivals, like just kind of going through and having a look. You guys were all playing like still close together, yeah. which, I, which yeah. I love, you know, keeping that You're kind like, of don't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we need we to. We stay close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was it like kind of doing the big splendor moment, like getting on the stage and then getting off? You're like, wow, this is, we, we're doing it. I don't know. And, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I got, I got. I don't know. The thing I always think about is like, shit, we're on a massive stage and this is a massive like area for people to be in, but there's, there's, there's 40 people <laughs> and there's four of us on this huge stage, like yeah. mad, like imposter syndrome kind of thing almost. Like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Well, you're more than you bloody earned your way there now. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about them just before, but you did do a whole tour. Buoys and Weezer too. That's cool. Yeah. That would have been a good match, that one. No, it was... Um, yeah. We did It was Green, Green Day. Day Weezer, Fall Out Boy, Amal opening. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. right. Talk, yeah. talk to me about that. That's pretty epic. Yeah, that was great. I love that tour. I love I love seeing Weezer every night. Mm. That's the first time seeing him ever, and they played, like, um, just so many hits. The whole set was full of hits. Oh, and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah, the whole crew that we were and stuff, like, was loving it as well. Like, yeah. And Green Day, did you get to meet him? And- yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, we, yeah. we went out for a dinner with him afterwards. Oh, um, but I'll that. keep that under the hat. Oh, that was, okay, right. Let's just say a certain redhead in our band did some hilarious things. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uncommon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that to the imagination. Uh, this would have been a big, good phone call to get. We are going uh, three years later. Got to testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. Coachella Music Festival. Oh, yeah. We had Kanye. Billy Eilish, fat boy, Slim too. Can you paint the picture what Coachella's like? I've never been. Like, What's it like going there in a band? Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to summon some memories. That's all right. You met Diplo? Oh, yeah, I met Diplo. What's he like? Yeah, he was lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was awesome. Yeah. Um, he was having a sick time. Very friendly. Mm. Uh, he came and watched the set. Um, yeah. It is It is like what people say it is yeah. online, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like a, an influencer festival. I didn't see anyone influencing, but I saw people. <laughs> I was not influenced. You were influenced. <laughs> so we, we, we actually saw Gizzard play there and they were, yeah. like, that was like the best time I've ever seen them. I don't know if it was just that I've had the right amount of alcohol or whatnot, but I was like, damn, this is a really great set. Because they played at night, didn't they? They played at night. It was like a kind of festival where it happens one weekend and then a week off and then the same lineup on the second weekend. So they said that the first, I think the first weekend was a bit rough and ready. Yeah. Like I think that, I think it was the first time after COVID that had come back maybe. Yeah. So I think there was still some stuff where they were trying to figure, figure shit out. out. And then on the second night, a second weekend, rather. I think everyone had like a great time. What are you doing that week in between? We just chilling we played, out with Pina Colada. Oh no, we went to New York and we filmed with Seth Meyers, actually. Oh, talk to me about that. I was going to ask you about yeah. the late shows. Dude, he was awesome. Was great, he was yeah. really nice. He like gave us all a cup, like with his name on it, and um, which is I still got it. So <laughs> yeah, my, my handle's broken on it, but I still got it. <laughs> Mine did too, but I you know, really yeah. What still are those on. late night shows like? Are they scary? Yeah, we were all I was, intimidated. I was really nervous. You guys yeah. played really well. Like, you nailed it. And, oh, you, and you watch him, like, afterwards as well. And the other ones that you played, like, people are just like, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely like, we were kind of throwing the deep end a little bit. You know, like, playing a gig is like, well, yeah, you know, we've done this hundreds of times, whatever. 
but never been in this TV studio or anything, and like never yeah. been in a fucking on on, a, on TV at all, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. like because it's like unnatural, isn't it? Like you used to playing a full sixty minute set in your own kind of surroundings. Yeah. You do a sound check, but when you're doing one song, yeah, and it's just like people are cute, like lights, like yeah. Have you done yeah. a couple of stuff like that as well? We did Hey Hey It's Saturday. Oh, oh that's <laughs> awesome. No, that's way better than Seth Myers. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, one you did quite recently. Smashing Pumpkins. Jane's Addiction, Red Hook as well. Now, this was earlier in the year, and this festival, just saying before, was unlike any other because there was also wrestling involved in between the bands, like WWE wrestling. Yeah, yeah. there was. It was unreal. Yeah, they were yeah. awesome. We made great friends with the wrestlers, like one called the Thrill Billy. Nice. He's like this, I reckon he's probably like six foot eight or some crap, yeah, and he probably weighs huge. 200 kilos. He's massive. <laughs> yeah. Massive dude, yeah. 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 We're and still he, mates with him. Like, yeah, yeah he's awesome. He's from Tennessee somewhere, and he's like, he talks like, talks like hey, Bubba. Hey, Bubba, you going there? <laughs> what does he say? I'm already, I'm already ready. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, how are we like the the band room setups out the back? Because normally you got all the bands together. Were all the wrestlers in there too? And everyone was yeah. Because yeah. I think there was so many like so many bands, so many green rooms. Yeah. So usually we were sitting in the like car park outside with the wrestlers. Oh, that's like getting so ready. Cool. So that'd be like the little marquees, I guess that you'd see at weddings or something. Yeah. Um, with like a plastic chair in it. Would all me and the wrestlers would all drag our little chairs out and and like our little mirrors from Kmart. Yeah. Sit outside and do our makeup. So they're painting their face with like very kiss style makeup and getting all like staunch like that and I'm putting on blue eyeshadow and yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was really cool. Do they do like stretches and stuff? Or like, yeah, is they it, did like, stretches. A full yeah, and like Billy Corgan got out there every day before their wrestling set would be running through their moves with them and like what do you mean? he was like oh. right involved in it because it was his wrestling company that he owns or yeah. runs or I don't know. Part owns or something. Yeah. yeah, so he was out there like I mean, I don't know what he was saying, but I could see him moving his arms around like he was talking about something. So Yeah. And what about afterwards? Like everyone kind of hanging out together after the show, wrestlers and bands together, having drinks. And- yeah, like uh, the wrestling crew, they went down to, the American crew went down to Last Chance and they were slapping the bartenders around and, you know, doing flips or whatever the hell they do. <laughs> everyone loves them here as well, like yeah. in, in Australia. They got like, they got so much love from everywhere that everyone, everyone that yeah. crossed paths with. Yeah, <laughs> I was just trying to think like, like when you play a gig kind of semi-hungover, you can do it, but I can't imagine what it would be like being a wrestler. That'd be awful. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> uh, Amy, I don't know if you've heard this, but I found a piece of audio of Billy Corgan talking about you. Am on the Sniffers. I don't know if you know that, Love man. them. This is classic, right? I hear all the hype. She's the new Iggy Pop. She's the female this. She's the blah, 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 that. And I'm thinking, mm. I've heard this mm. so many times. Mm. It doesn't mean I was doubtful, but I, I, I'll, I'll wait till I see with my own eyes. I looked at her for 10 seconds on stage and I said, holy mother of God, yeah, yeah. this is a true rock star. Yeah, for sure. Great band. Yeah. There's only one of her. Yeah. She's not anybody. That's why she's a star. There's a, I call it one of one. Yeah. She's Crazy. one of one. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's so, really nice. Yeah. What a buzz, hey. And like, yeah. you just live for the band. Like, I remember he was talking about you playing, like, everyone kind of collectively watching you guys as a force, like, to have someone like Billy Corgan you know, kind of talking you guys up like that, it must be quite strange. Yeah, it's really flattering as well because what he's saying, it's like it, it is confusing sometimes when people are saying like, oh, you're just like this person or that person. I'm like, well, to be honest, that's nice, but I, I'm also doing, I'm from Australia. I'm not from New York or wherever totally. you're talking about that band from. So there are different aspects to us and it was nice that he could see that, you yeah, know. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, that's why you guys stand out and that's why I want, you guys are one of the biggest bands in the world, which is so cool. Yeah. Super excited. Hey, let's talk about what you guys are doing soon because we're, we're going to need to break this down. Smoke on the 
You're going to India to play with Deep Purple. And I don't the Goo Goo Dolls and a few more. Tell me, when did you get the offer to play this show? Because this looks like so much fun. I'm just losing my shit that that's what the Goo Goo Dolls think. Yeah, I actually ever. didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be a great trip. Yeah, I'm keen. I love that song. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, eh? My um, girlfriend was just singing that today, weirdly. Uh, there you go. That's so weird. Is she going to India too? Nah. Don't oh, lie, Bryce, you don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, we got an offer like to play this festival there a couple of months ago. We, we were going to not take any more shows this year, but we're like, oh, we have to go. Yeah. That's such a nice invite to be invited to a, a India. Like, you know, who is, we never get to do that. Never thought we'd get to go there. So you've got to take that where it comes aboard. Yeah, especially when you get to kind of combine it with like a bit of a holiday too. Because like you said, your schedule's like so crazy. It's good to kind of explore and see these yeah, places. Yeah, check out some, you know, check out some stuff. So I, was, I had one of the guys from uh, the Temper Trap in a couple of weeks ago and I asked him, what's the weirdest gig you'd ever done? And he said he got asked to play at an oligarch's, like a Russian oligarch billionaire's like wedding. Like, and that got me thinking, like, bands do get random offers to play random gigs. Yeah. Is there anything that sticks out for you guys that you might have been asked to do or a random gig that you played that you, you've gone on stage and you're like, what the hell am I doing? Where am I? That well, kind of thing. first of all, if there's any oligarchs <laughs> we'd love to <laughs> play <laughs> for a large fee. <laughs> um, I don't know. We haven't really been asked to do that weirder stuff. No. We played, um, was it Fitzy's 40th? Oh, yeah. Bloody- oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had a was that where was that in Adelaide? In the yeah. outside of Adelaide, yeah. yeah, yeah. With Cosmic Psychos, we're like out on like a property. We played the Cosmic Psychos and a couple other bands. The chats, bad did, dreams, did, bad yeah. dreams, yeah, yeah. So that was, I think, that's one of the only birthday parties we've played. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> TBC. That, that was also kind yeah. of early days as well. We were kind of like, this is bizarre, man. Look at Fitzy, just <laughs> yeah. giant man that Fitzy is running around like partying. But, you know, we got like lots of friends in bands, and they were to say like this magical thing with like, oh, we got. We played this private event to like 15 people and it was like all this money. And we're like, how the hell are you getting that market? You know? <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> Not all the time, but chucking one of those in the year, you know. Yeah. Has there been like an ultimate kind of pinch yourself moment along the journey where you've, you know, you might be hanging out or you might have met someone where you're just like, wow, I just can't believe this is happening right now. Every day. Well, you met, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You can take your time. I don't really to feel like that. Anymore, yeah. <laughs> so without saying like a wanker, I'm not, no, no, no. I don't no. know. You kind of just you meet so many people at like bands and stuff now. You just kind of like, g'day, how you going? What's going on? You, kind of <laughs> yeah. do, like, you met Devo, that was pretty cool. Oh, in sick. um, in uh, Scandinavia, a couple times, saw them. That was sick. Nice, man. Yeah, they were great live. They were so good. Yeah, I think, and we got to see the Prodigy play live as well. And that. they were fucking sick. Like awesome. they were amazing. Yeah, um, that was probably the best band I've seen all year, almost like. Yeah. Their energy was crazy and, like, it was so loud and amazing musicians and just, like, nice. it was so inspired. I've never seen anything like that. Like, oh. it was so cool. Yeah. So I- we get to see a lot of great bands and, like, sometimes we'll meet them. But I feel like we're not, we don't really get too starstruck, really, because we just talk to everyone the same, I guess. And, like, you know, they're just us but different haircuts. So. That is a great answer. Yeah. That is a really good answer because I think, you know, sometimes you forget that when you're in a festival and then you're like, you're standing side of stage and you're watching the band and just like, this is magical. Yeah, but I don't, I think it's important to differentiate. I like, we respect them, but we just don't get like, yes, like giddy. As in, yes. like, I have lots of respect for like so many people I've met where I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I can't believe all the stuff you've done and like your career and you're like an artistry or whatever it is, you know, like I've met Karen O and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Or whatever. But I'm not like, there's no like stars in my eyes and I'm we're not, not, yeah. We're not gushing. Yeah, not of gushing. course. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of cool as well when you watch these big bands. You're kind of learning from them without 
you know, asking for advice, whether it is the kind of way they prepare for a gig or mm. watching them on stage, which is so cool as well, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's really cool because a lot of the, especially like um, women in the music industry have really like reached out and been like, oh, you know, it's probably getting really weird for you. So if you ever have questions, just message. Like awesome. there's a really nice kind of awesome. community without it being like, awesome, you know, which is, I find that real special. So yeah. Awesome. Uh, we're fr- friends with uh, G Flip here. Yeah. I noticed that you went over to uh, their place in America. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit of an all star lineup. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, it was like, well, I think it was their album launch yes. release. Yes. So, or their listening party or something like that. Yeah, I had them in, uh, yeah, it would have been before. And then, yeah, the launch in the States. W- what was that like? Yeah, well, actually, I never met them before, but um, I think just like a bunch of Australian people were going over yes. there. Um, so we we're like, well, we're here. We want to do something. Oh, so cool. we'll come along. Yeah. Um, and everyone was really nice and like there was just like so many Australians there actually. I think Ben Lee was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Lee is like, I don't know if you know this, but he's become like the, the godfather of Australian musicians in LA. I know. It's, like he's hanging out with Georgia Mac a bit, right? Yeah, yeah. but he yeah. just like has got this like group chat with all of us and like tells us like advice and like and he's <laughs> Yeah, because he's had an incredible career. I mean, he got famous at 16. Yeah. Yeah, he did, eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and had Rick Rubin looking after his stuff as well. Gav, our musical knowledge expert out there would know. Yeah, we got the nod. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one more quick game. On Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo, it's time for... Uh Uh-oh, it's Right Party or Dinner. All right, so this is called Right Party Dinner. I'm going to give you three artists. You can write a song with one, you can party with the next, and the third you've got to take home to dinner. All right, so these acts are picked completely at random. Your first act. Guns N' Roses. I don't want anything to do with them. Courtney Love and Hole, third act. So who are we writing a song with? Who are we parting with? And the third, who are we taking home to dinner? I think I'm going to write a song with Bruce. Yeah, I like that. I, I think like... I'm going to party with um, fucking Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I like that. And dinner. Dinner with Hole. Yeah, all right, cool. I like that. Yeah. I, want to, I, want, I want to do Bruce for all of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey guys, thanks so much for coming in and taking the time out. I know how busy you are, but you know, uh, we're all so proud of you. Like, watching your success overseas is so cool to watch from afar. Like, we know how hard you've worked, and uh, it's great that you're back playing shows. Glad you got some time off. You get to play a gig in India, which is pretty cool. And just, yeah, congrats on all your success. We love you here at Triple M. Welcome home. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So and much. I hope we're representing Unreal. everyone yes. nicely. <laughs> awesome. Cheers. For all the latest rock news, interviews, and backstage experiences, don't forget to subscribe to Triple M Rock on the Listener app.